Welcome. This is episode number 81 of Slappercast, a weekly talk show of blackguards. And today we will have, well, today we do have special guest Christopher Steele, who is the owner of O'Bannon's Tap House and Blackwater Draw a Brewing Company in College Station, or Bryan College Station, Texas. Yeah, yeah. And uh, home team. Dear old friend of ours, we've, Blackguards has been playing at O'Bannon since they opened back in 2005. Chris is going to be talking to us about, about, uh, yeah, how we got started and and uh, how how this whole COVID nineteen business has been affecting his ability to do business and uh, hopefully get back up and running as soon as possible. He's going to give us the business about the business. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, so so we got Eric here. You can't see Eric, but Eric Eric is glowing this morning. I think he might be pregnant <laughs> yet again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how does something like that ever happen? I don't, I, I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> well, Chris, it's so good to have you with us this morning. Appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. I got a question for you. Let's start off with a question. Come on, caller. You're on. Since you own O'Bannon's and you own the Blackwater Draw, what was your first, do you remember what your first drink of beer ever was and when it was? <laughs> my, my, my first drink of beer ever was probably when I was, I don't know, five years old, six mm-hmm, years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my parents got divorced uh, when I was five. So she it had to drinking. be right around then because I know they were they were still together. And I remember, you know, my dad drank Budweiser. And I remember, I, I still remember him giving me a sip of his Budweiser and I I hated it. <laughs> yeah. I, you, you had good taste back then. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think every kid's story is the same like that. I think my first drink of beer was either a Budweiser out of those stubby little bottles that my dad had, or yeah. it might have been a uh, even a, a Miller uh, a Miller uh, High Life High or something Life. like mm-hmm. that. You know, something. And I remembering the very first taste of it being like, ugh, yeah, yeah. disgusting. Yeah, same here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 my, my dad didn't drink, but, but he did heroin. So my first beer was a, a needle. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it though. Uh, no, I, yeah. So I, but I did. I tasted beer. Well, you know, you grew up in Ireland. I think it. I think that's what falls in the sky. But we, uh, I do remember it was. It was. You know, they, they'd have house parties and whatnot. So you, so you taste beer, and yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't thrilled with it. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 yeah, I. Uh, I I, I disagree with your previous statement too about the about teacher. You are a teacher in that one. We've talked about this before. We've talked behind your back for for a long time. You are a teacher in 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 Bryan College Station because you have the the first thing I noticed about O'Bannon's was you have trained a whole new generation on really good beer. You know, you've you really have you brought in because we remember back in the early days you having to drive to Austin to pick up kegs that you wanted that you couldn't get for your pub. Right. So, you know, I'm just I'm just j- just just want to make that note. You are a teacher and you've done very very well. So, <laughs> well, I appreciate that. So, uh, so how did that get started, Chris? How did you get started with? Uh... Wanted to open up a tavern and, and, and sell beer that maybe wasn't available, you know, to the common market. What, what was the impetus behind that? Well, uh, so I started working at a bar on Northgate, which is like the, the bar area right across from the university. And uh, started off working a parking lot, then worked to door, then floor guy, then bar back. And 
bartender. And then I, I started managing a, a shot bar, actually. I managed like a, a shot bar there on North Cape for five years. Um, about after five years, I started thinking I wanted to do something on my own. Uh, and I looked all over. I looked in Denton, Dallas, Austin, Houston. I, I looked around for where we would want to go. Actually met with realtors and looked at properties. Um, but the, the building that O'Bannon's is in um, was actually empty. And that was the first bar that I worked at. And it had, it had closed and sat empty for a couple of years, if I remember right. And so it was kind of right place at the right time. And, you know, I already kind of knew this town and was familiar with it. I went to college here and everything. And so we, we wanted to um, open something that was unique. We didn't want to open something that, uh, you know, another cookie cutter place on Northgate. Because at that time, there was probably maybe a dozen uh, venues on Northgate. Now, I think there might be 20 or more. But there was about a dozen back then, and we didn't. We wanted to do something different. Um, but I had been doing a shop bar for five years, so I didn't know anything about beer. <laughs> uh, at that time, actually, I started uh, was dating. Had just started dating uh, my wife uh-huh. now, and uh, she was going to grad school up in Oklahoma. And uh, so I would drive up there and uh, visit her, you know, every other weekend or so. And she took me to this bar in, in Oklahoma City that had, man, they had probably 100, 150 beers on tap. Mm-hmm. And I only drank Bud Light. You know, I, I didn't really venture out. And then so went to that bar and she's actually the one who turned me on to beer. She's like, here, try something different. And she was drinking all these crazy beers and I tried one. Um, it was a German beer called Francis Connor Hefeweizen. And I fell in love with it and never looked back. Wow. So that's cool. We wanted to, you know, we don't have a hundred beers, but we, we wanted to do as many as that cool, the walk-in cooler could fit in there and started just going crazy with it. And we opened up right when, you know, the, the craft beer, uh, uh, boom was just about to start. It, Mm -hmm. It hadn't really kicked off like it is now. Um, when we opened, you know, Sierra Nevada and, New Belgium and Sam Adams, those were the yeah. uh yeah, those, those were the 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 main craft beers you could get. St. Arnold in Texas, of they course. were around. Yeah. But um, you know, probably I'd say four years into it or so, it really started booming. Mm-hmm. And that's when breweries all over the US started popping up in Texas started really popping up. And and we just, you know, grabbed grabbed on with both hands and held on and rode with it. When did, when did you first get the idea to, uh, to open Blackwater draw? How, 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 uh, how old of an idea was that uh, from when you started? So we it? had a guy at O'Bannon's. I mean, this is, we opened O'Bannon's in 2005. So probably like 2006 or seven, we had a guy that worked there who, uh, was a home brewer and he always talked to me about, Oh, I should put some little mini tanks, in uh o'bannon's where uh if you know where those brick archways are yeah um where the couches are mm-hmm. he always wanted me to do something there and brew our own beer there and i was like nah nah we're not gonna do that um, <laughs> was that weingart like, was that chris weingart oh it was actually a different guy it was before chris even worked there really so uh my business partner at, at blackwater is uh his name is chris weingart and he actually worked at o'bannon's for a while and uh uh 
was home brewing. And so, you know, we would, we'd work and, you know, after work, you go to a, a party, uh, bartenders don't go to bed till, you know, almost daylight. So you get off work and everybody's been partying all night. Well, now it's your turn. So you go hang out at a, somebody's apartment or somebody's house and he would always bring his home brew and we'd drink it. And, um, that's where that stemmed from was Chris. So he ended up leaving O'Bannon's and working for a beer distributor here in town and was hired on as, uh, kind of their craft beer, uh, portfolio guy. So he helped them, uh, bring in, you know, at that time, Rar and Sons, uh, Independence Brewing, Deep Ellum, all these breweries are popping up all over Texas. He kind of helped facilitate that, that, uh, grab of getting all these breweries to sign with the distributor here. So through that, he was still working with me at O'Bannon's. We were pushing craft beer. He was working on the distributor side and he was still homebrewing. And, um, so that's kind of where that, that, that idea came from. We actually went to, uh, you know, right before St. Patrick's day, usually in like February, uh, dropkick Murphy's and flog and Molly would come through Texas doing a little tour. And we were actually went to a flog and Molly concert in Houston. And, uh, we, we, Chris and I both went together and he just randomly said it. He was like, you know, we should open a brew pub. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we should. That would be really cool. I was like, I gotta, I gotta check with my wife first, but (laughs) you know, so there we went. (laughs) Well, I want to rewind a little bit too. I think you would have done this anyway with, I I just, obviously with your, with your love of beer, I think that would have happened eventually anyway. But I, you know, of course, without O'Bannon's, you know, it wouldn't happen so fast, I believe. Right. Oh, of course. You know, so, so O'Bannon's is, and we we speak so highly of O'Bannon's, uh, not not just because we, you know, we kind of feel like we we, we grew up there. You know, I mean, uh, I I was in I was in the store a couple of weeks back, and somebody recognized me, and he's from he's from College Station, and just the 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 light that went off, you know, when he saw me, because it reminded him of his O'Bannon's days, and you know, you know, la, la, big big loud room packed to the gills, and. You know, everybody. So I want to go back to uh, to to the beginning of O'Bannon's when you, you know, obviously you, you had a, you had a vision of an Irish pub. So how was your how was your you know how was bringing an Irish pub into College Station? How'd you come about? You know. Right. So um, again, we wanted to do something different, um, something unique on 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 Northgate and in town. So that kind of went along the lines of like, let's open an Irish bar and then put a bunch of beer taps in it. Um, we, we didn't have anything, man. We were, we, we, I don't know if y'all remember, you probably, y'all came a few months after we had been open, but man, when we first opened, it doesn't even look like anything now in there. We didn't even have any tables. There were some <laughs> booths already that were already had been built from yeah. the bar before. And that's all we opened with. We didn't have anything. We had the, the, it looked like, crap in there. <laughs> it was like standing room only. There was no tables. There was no nothing. You know, remember back then you could even smoke in the bar. So oh, like, I remember. Yep. Yep. People packing in there with no tables and, and chains everywhere. It was, it was crazy. Um, and then, you know, but it's always been an evolution. Like it's always been something that we, we put money back into and try to do our best to, you know, design it in a way that fits that Irish pub look and decor. We've always rebuilt and, and redesigned, 
um, you know, to, to try to better suit the vision of what, what, he, what we want it to be, the atmosphere when you walk in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you nailed it. I mean, it really did nail I remember that because we'd play, as you walk in, you take a left and you just go, you know, we played in that corner. And right. yeah, the tile floors and we were just there, you know, there's, so we're on, we're actually lower than where the bar is and, but your eye level with everybody. So, I mean, and, 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 and we still to this day, it's one of the, it, it, no, it, it is the, it's not one of the, it is the most, uh, the, 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 the most polite crowd. And when I mean crowd, I mean, shoulder to shoulder, you know, just, it, it, it had potential to be an absolute train wreck and we never had a problem there. We never, ever, ever, we never had anybody step out of line. There were a couple of times where one person would, you know, just, you know, screw up and, and the, the, the crowd would kick him out, you know, it would be, yeah. but, but it would be one time. And, and to this day, I, it's never been, there's never been another bar that we played at with to such um ferocious, uh, you know, amount of people, and that everybody being as calm and as well behaved and well mannered and just just a great atmosphere. So you know we have to take our hats off to you for that. We we've been lucky that it's a real you know laid back chill place. It gets rowdy when you guys come. <laughs> I think the 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 reputation of how it normally is. I think everybody packs in there when y'all come, and but they know how it is. I mean, I could probably count on one hand the issues we've had there in 15 years. Yeah. It's just been, it's all, we've always just been real, real easy going, real chill, no problems, you know, yeah. from yeah. the crowd. Yeah. I got to say one thing too, Chris, is I've, I've only been there a couple times uh, to play and I, I want to remark how uh, polite and how well-trained the staff is as well. I mean, everybody that I've talked to that was a staff member there was super friendly and nice they knew their job. So that's a, that's a tribute to, you know, you, you picking the right people and, and, and training them correctly and how to work in a, a bar, which can be a, you know, a, a challenging situation, even on a quiet night. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but when, when you work the parking lot and you work the door and you work the, you know, you've done all those jobs. So mm-hmm. when you, when you ask somebody to go do it, you've done it and they, you know, yeah. you're not asking them to, to, you know, to, to do. So, uh, and how's Stephanie, uh, through all this. So Stephanie, you know, yeah, you guys been married for, uh, how long? Long yeah, enough? Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll be fourteen years. Well, yeah, and um, of course, you know, we met the whole gang when when we first started playing there. You know, we met the um, got so many people have come through there. There's all you know, and, and we're still in touch with a bunch of them. You know, people from the very very beginning when you know right. when when O'Bannon's kicked off. God, just so so many, you know, uh. So many Guinness toasts, so many Paddy's days, so many, uh, it's just nuthouse, man. It's just, I can't believe, I can't believe, uh, I can't believe it's been this long. So present day, uh, again, j- j- jumping around here as we usually do, um, present day. So, uh, so, so you're going to try to put a little food in O'Bannon's and get that, get those doors open. We're, we're, we're working on it. We're talking to the city where that's the only way we can open. Yeah. Uh, the governor shut all the bars down, but uh, restaurants are allowed to open. And so TABC has basically, you know, told everybody about this kind of loophole where if you buy a food and beverage permit, then you can open your doors again. You have to have a, 
a full kitchen or a permanent food truck, which means it has to be there all the time. It has to be there um, every hour that you're open. It has to be open. Um, if you're in the same way with your kitchen, if you have a kitchen, if you put in a kitchen, uh, it has to be open and serving food the entire time. So that'll be the challenge is finding, you know, uh, back of house, like kitchen guys that want to work till midnight, one in the morning, you know, even two in the morning. But yeah, that's, that's the only way. And it's going to be difficult too, because the food and beverage permit capture alcohol sales at say 60%, but the governor's order, the GA 28 would cap us at basically 50%. We have to sell more food and non-alcohol than beer, or we would just get shut back down. So, which, uh, which means that it's not, it's not, it's not benefiting, you know, the, 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 the safety of people. It's just benefiting the government. It's not, you know, that, that doesn't, that, that nothing you've said, no, none of these new rules apply to keeping people safe. It just makes sure that you buy a, a, an, another license, hire more employees, you know, nothing in this is for the good of the, you know, for the good of the people or, or, or God forbid the, the, you know, the, 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 the bar owner. Well, this, this is what really makes me mad. Um, it's all about creative accounting. So let's say we get our food and beverage permit and we open up and we have food and you can count like a t-shirt sale. You can count door cover. You can count if you sell a glass, you know, you can get creative with it. You can legally give each customer uh, one beer per day for free, right? So you could say, buy this glass, like a, say a Blackwater glass. Yeah. And we'll put the beer in it for free, um, you know, one per day. But if you have 100 people come in, so there's 100 glasses you ring up, but the beer was free, right? Yeah. So accounting-wise, you're showing that your non-alcohol sales are higher than your beer sales, even though they're still drinking the beer, but that makes you safe to open. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there's Doesn't no- make- You're giving away the ghost, Chris. Don't <laughs> edit that part out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I, I'm just, you know, we're we're bringing this up to, you know, for 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 many reasons. A, the frustration is just, I, it, it can't be put into words how frustrated. You know, we know how. I, I've been sharing your posts on the sh- social media just because it's been, and people have, you know, the people that I talk to and uh, us, you know, we talk about just the, it, it, it would be different if there was, if there was some end game, if there was, if there was a payoff, but there isn't a payoff. There, there's, there's right. no, you know, there's, there's no light at the end of the tunnel for you guys. It's just spend more you, creative accounting, you know, work your ass off trying to get all this crap to, to, to the finish line, but the finish line just means that every you're worn out and at the end of your wits, you know, and, and the, the government's sold more food and, you know, kitchen. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, so we were talking about, cause uh, blackguards, we want to come, you know, up there. We want you to get open. We want to come up there. We want to do a, um, do a couple of shows. We've even talked about doing the, the, the R-rated shows. We've been doing our live streams and having fun with them, and nice. But but I I think you know out of balance too. We'd like like to do a, a, a you know an after hours, if you will, over twenty one uh, R-rated 
uh, uh, show, you know, get the, uh, <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, we're, so we're, 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 yeah, we got to get you back open. We got to get the, um, uh, you know, we got to come up to Blackwater again. That was, that was so much fun. That was yeah. fun. That was yeah. so much fun. So, so, so what are the beers du jour? What, what's the, uh, I was just going to ask that. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, uh, on, what's on tap now at Blackwater draw? Menu up there behind me. But Look there's, uh, we got, what is that? Four, eight, 12. We got another one going on today. We probably got about a dozen to 14 beers on tap right now. Cool. At the, at the brewery. Yeah. Um, all variety, coffee porter. We've got IPAs. We've got a couple of lagers. We have a dark lager and we have a Mexican style lager. Oh, we yes. Have, Let's go there now. Uh, the border town. Dunkelweizen. We, we've got oh, a cool. lot. So we try to, we try to keep it fresh. That's the thing. Like with, with all the bars closed that we don't have anybody really to sell to. There's a few restaurants in town. Um, and, and we sell a little bit to the grocery store, but, uh, most breweries right now are not putting a lot of beer in kegs. They're doing, uh, most of their beer in package because they can sell either at the grocery store or they're selling beer to go out of their tap room. So, your people are, you know, picking up six packs and stuff, and that's about to get hairy because they're saying there's an aluminum shortage for cans. Oh. So we went from, you know, being about a month out on getting new cans to ten weeks out. So you got to really plan for what what beers you want to do uh, and order the cans over two months out just to be able to get them in time. So that's been a been a little bit of a frustration, but. Um, it's also been good for variety because we're ordering just blank cans and ordering just some hand sticker labels that we put on them. And we're doing, I mean, we've probably got, you know, five or six beers right now that are just small batch beers only for the tap room. We don't send them out to the grocery store. We just sell them to go out of here and we just, you know, put them in little, uh, stickered cans and then send them out the door. So it's, it's been good for, I guess what I'm trying to say is good for variety. It gives us time to play around with smaller batch of beers and, and pump out new ones every, every, you know, probably three weeks or so. Wow. Nice. So, uh, so, so what's the, what's the best seller right now? What's the, what's the, what's the one that you just can't keep? Probably hazy lady. That's a IPA we do. That's been a hot seller. Um, so, you know, dark beers, it's hot in Texas. It's summer. So dark beers usually slow down. But we have a uh, a uh, Mexican vanilla stout called Shut Up Meg, and that <laughs> one's been flying. We out of more. It's about to go back on tap um, here in the next few days. But that that's been a heavy hitter for us. And that was that was only uh, you know we did it a few years ago when we had a restaurant. Uh, we had a, a manager there named Megan, and she, she always wanted us to brew a, a vanilla stout and. Um, <laughs> uh, we kept putting made it a uh, family guy, you know, that shut up. He's always like, shut up, Meg. So that's why we call it shut up, Meg. Uh, <laughs> um, we brewed it again here and it's hot summer, but we did it and man, it's flying. So we, we might think about making that a permanent one because it sells really well. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. And, and so, so if you can't get it uh, in Texas, I mean, can, can you, can you get your beer outside of Texas? Can no, currently, if I'm not mistaken, the current law still says that brew pubs 
uh, can't sell, we can't distribute outside the state of Texas. So, which, I mean, that's fine for us. We're small, you know, yeah. we're not even in Dallas or, 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 you know, most of Texas anyway, we're primarily here. We just started going to Houston, actually, uh, not Houston proper. We, we started distributing to like Tomball, Cypress, Conroe. Yeah. Um, um, cool. And we actually bought a van and, and to make these deliveries cause we were self distributing down there and we, we bought a brand new van and made our first delivery and then COVID hit and everything got shut down. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, well, if it makes you feel any better in Dallas, they only drink milk. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I saw that van. It was actually quite beautiful. It, I mean, I'm, I'm a connoisseur of vans and I have to say that is, the second most beautiful van I've ever seen. So there you go. good choice. <laughs> um, yes. So, so, um, okay. So, so, so you can't deliver now you can't deliver to Houston. We, we can, we, we've done a few. Um, when, when, when the bars are open for like those three weeks in June, we made another delivery or two and then they all got shut down again. And then, um, we just started back up a couple weeks ago. We've made, we didn't deliver last week, but the two weeks before that, we made some deliveries each week. Okay. Yeah, because we, we need to, um, we need to, you don't personally drop them off, do you? Yeah, yeah. You do? Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Cool. Good to know. We're going we're, we're gonna to do, uh, do lunch. Um, <laughs> uh, the other thing is, too, since, uh, since you know, since we're, we're outlaws ourselves, you know, we, we, we may start uh, smuggling it across state lines. Hopefully nobody is, is watching this. But. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can a little smoke in the bandit going on. We're gonna get some black water to the to the to the to the coasts and whatnot. Um, what's next? What uh, who, uh, what's the food truck? Um, is it Crafty Pig at Blackwater? Yeah. So yeah, that, that's a they're an awesome food truck. Those guys do uh, really good uh, food, and they were coming you know about every Friday or so. But um, the owner of the truck has now gotten a, a job uh, teaching culinary stuff. Oh, so he he's pretty much done. He's not going to do the truck anymore. He's got a, a full time job doing the teaching thing. So um, we can't open our we can sell to go. So luckily, man, if we couldn't sell to go, I think the brewery would have already been closed. That, that's that's helped keep us somewhat afloat. Um, yeah, but we're, we are getting to the point where we got to get our tap room open or or we are going to close. So, yeah, um, the way to do that is to have food. Yeah. Um, so we're, we've partnered actually with one of our old chefs from the brew pub and, um, we're going to, we're going to go in together and, and, uh, basically buy crafty pigs food truck from him and, uh, and start having, start having food here all the time. So we'll bring back some of the most popular, uh, menu items from our restaurant and uh, serve it on the truck, and and maybe we're you know we we had an awesome brunch at the brew pub. We would, I mean, you talk about a line that would go down the street to get in. Yeah. So we're thinking about maybe bringing back a brunch, um, and doing some of the most popular brunch items, and doing mm-hmm. that on the weekends. Um. So hopefully that'll come out and start doing the food with the truck here in the next. Um, I would think within the next two weeks we're getting. We're getting really close. The grand opening. Good. Like yeah. That. Well, we we yeah we have a three piece that's ready to. Uh, I mean, of course, you know we have the we have the full band too, but we have a 
we're uh, we want to be slated to to play it. So you open, you're gonna have noise there, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds uh, good. So what do you think? Do you think as a result of this whole thing that there may be some permanent changes to the alcohol laws in Texas um, that may just, you know, what, what would you like to see change that may, would make business easier for y'all? Not just be, not just during this crisis, but going forward. You know, they, I think I mean, there's one thing that has changed is they allowed the uh, mixed beverage permits. So before, if you had a mixed beverage permit, which meant you sold liquor, right, yeah. liquor and um, you could not leave with anything. You couldn't leave the premises with any alcohol. But, you know, during the yeah. lockdown, they changed that and said restaurants could sell it with food, right? Right. And, and then I think Abbott had come out and said he was probably just going to keep that and let it continue. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's one change that will come out of it. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to see it be for everybody. I mean, if we're locked down, now the 51 percenters are locked down. Uh, again, with with no end in sight and no news from the governor, no nothing. Um, why can't we sell stuff to go? Yeah, you know we 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 have a lot of inventory in there that is now expired. It's I mean beer mm-hmm. does have a yeah. a date on it that it becomes you know stale or the you know it just the yeah. the flavor changes. Uh, yeah. And and all that beer, like I mean, you'd look at say O'Bannon specific. We've got probably, I'd say right now about sixty to seventy kegs in that walk-in that are um, most of them, and there'll be some that are still good. The really high ABV beers that are you know nine ten percent or mm-hmm. something, those will probably be okay. Um, the the bigger breweries like Guinness and stuff for that beer, they pasteurize their beer. Those will be okay, but you know, all the craft beers, like say Blackwater, that, that beer, it's, it's all good. It's done. It's, it's out of date. So yeah. we're going to, we're going to lose our butt on that. And, yeah. Jeez. You know, insurance isn't going to cover it. No, nope. we've already asked. Them, so we're just going to have to eat all that. So <laughs> it would have been nice to say, okay, we're going to lock y'all down again, but so just give it, give us a month, you know, say for the next month, for the next 30 days, y'all can sell to go to get rid of your inventory or try yeah. to get rid of it as you can. Yeah. It have helped, you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be a permanent thing, but just, you, you can't, you can't just lock us down with no word and just push us under the rug and forget about us. Yes. That's the worst because no, advice, no help, no nothing. They, they, you know? they, 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 there hasn't been and the, the worst part. The worst part is that they're not answering. They're not. I've seen the, I've seen the back and forth and the only person that's not, answering back is the, uh, you know, is the government. So they're all just kind of closing their eyes and shutting their ears and just head in the sand. So hopefully it all goes, but they're not, they're, 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 so, so that's the worst part is the, un, the unknown. Yeah. The, the Texas craft brewers guild, there's a, a wine guild, the uh, Texas, uh, I think nightclub bar association, all of them have reached out multiple times to the governor and have not had a reply. The only thing I've seen is I think a week ago he did a press conference in Lubbock and somebody asked him a question and he did mention, well, when the positivity rate gets under 10 percent for an extended amount of time. But, man, that's the first time I've ever heard anything from him in over a month when we Mm -hmm. got closed down, I think, June 26th. So, I mean, it's been over a month and we finally heard 
something from Some me, but that plan. wasn't even a direct address to us. That was, yeah. you know, talking to somebody else. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, and it doesn't just hurt the owners, you know, it hurts the staff. I know. You know, I've had some staff that understandably have, they're not going to be coming back. They've gone off and got other jobs. Um, so that's going to be hard to open back up and have to train a whole new staff again. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it affects them. It hurts them. It hurts. Uh, uh, I'm sure you, obviously you guys know firsthand, it hurts musicians. You don't have a place to go. That was a state, you know, stream of income for you guys to go play um, at, at venues. Uh, it hurts uh, distributors, you know, small craft breweries, distilleries, wineries that are distributing out to these accounts that are shut down. I mean, it just, it just keeps growing as the amount of people it affects when, you know, our side of the industry is shut down. It affects a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I keep looking for, for any bright side and there's not every time you turn around, it's just worse and worse. And I'm just, and it's snowballing. It's not, you know, with the unknown and, and, and also the, 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 the no direction from the top, meaning nobody knows, nobody knows to, you know, there's the, the people that won't wear a mask and the people that are, are, are all for it. And the two sides, you know, like they hate each other, but nobody knows, you know, I know for a fact that a bar that's selling more food right now is not helping with the spread or you know, just, God. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's places here in this town that are open because they're a restaurant, right? Yeah. And I've seen them. They got a line wrapped around the door to get in on a Friday night. And yeah. I mean, it's, you know, and it's okay. They're getting away with it. So it's fine. I mean, I don't want restaurants to close. I want everybody to be able to open. Yeah. You know, within reason. I mean, when we opened, you know, in, for those three weeks, I took tables out of O'Bannon's. I, the tables that were fixed that I couldn't take out, I roped them off to make sure that, you know, like you have three boots. I roped off the middle ones, so the two outside ones were plenty of space apart from them. You know, yeah. we can do service. We can do everything that a restaurant can do. We're just not allowed to, you know. Yes. Uh, and and that is the most frustrating part, like you said. You know, no, with no word, it's how do you plan? Yeah. You know, we don't know if 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 it's going to be. In a month, we don't know if it's going to be December. We don't know if it's going to be 2021, you know, and how do you plan for that? Do you have to, you know, what kind of deal can you work out with your landlord? A lot of landlords don't. A lot of landlords will, you, you see the posts from people and you see them talking on the news and they're, they're saying that they still owe, you know, thousands of dollars in rent every month. And so, you know, if they're going to go try to get a loan, to keep their business, to pay utilities, to pay insurance, to pay rent, to do all that. How big of a loan do you get? You know, you don't want to have to take off too much debt, you know. Um, so are you planning for two months? Are you planning for four months? And I understand that the governor can't predict the future. I mean, he probably doesn't, he doesn't know the answer as to when this is going to, in a sense, go away. He doesn't know when that's going to happen. But the fact that there's no word at all, like he's That's, never addressed us. He's never come on and said, hey, 51 percenters, this is what I would like to see. I would like to see the cases go down to here. I would like to see this. I, there's just been no direction. It's been yeah. utter silence. You know, that's the most frustrating thing is how do you how do you plan? And, 
you know, going back to who this affects, you know, people get mad at the, these landlords that are still charging rent, but you know, they, you got to look at it both ways. They've got their bills too. You know, they've yeah. got, um, their livelihood as well. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's just a really tough situation that we're all in, you know, and I think the second lockdown for the 51 percenters, and this isn't just bars, this is breweries, wineries, distilleries. Yeah. It's the second lockdown has been a lot tougher. It's been a lot slower. Like the first lockdown selling beer to go at Blackwater, we actually were surprised at how well the beer to go sales were going. The second lockdown has been drastically slower. And I think the reason for that, um, this is just my opinion, but I think it's because for the most part, you can go do whatever you want to do. You can go to pretty much any retail store. You can go to any restaurant. You can go as long as you have your mask on and you socially distance, you can get out there and do things. The first lockdown, yeah. everybody was stuck at home, right? Yes. right? right. Uh, so they would come over, they'd buy their beer to go, they'd go to the restaurants, they'd do that. People drinking, they haven't stopped drinking, they've just changed where they're going to drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're going to the restaurants, they're going to the places they can. And man, I went to, uh, we had a meeting with our, our food rep about opening the food truck. So we met at a restaurant here in town. I didn't even eat anything. I drank like four margaritas and I didn't eat anything. And that was okay. You know, mm-hmm. according to her, that's okay because there is food around me that creates a yeah. barrier. <laughs> yeah. You know? You're safe, You're safe <laughs> now. There's a cheeseburger. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was joking the other day with somebody. Maybe we shouldn't wear masks. Maybe we should just tape a hamburger to our face. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeseburger but, you know, and parasites. So slower, you know. It's it's uh, it, it, it's affecting people even more because I think it's just so easier. People are taking the easier path. I'll just go drink my beer at this restaurant or yeah. whatever. You know. Yeah. Well, it's it's it it's definitely not helping. The, the 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 unknown. That's where my frustration is. The unknown, the silence, um, is just it, it's it's horrific and it's it, it's criminal. It's it's yeah. you know, and and I hope I hope to God everybody remembers this at the next election because this is this is not this yeah. is I mean this is killing and it just you know you 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 see the places closing and you see the places that just are are, are just underwater and like you said take on so much debt to come back and then have to fight your way back through the, you know, in, in the unknown, that's, that's, you know, it, we, we, we keep dancing on the same, you know, we're, we're, we're dancing on the same landmine here. So we need to, you know, just, um, just like I told you yesterday on the phone, we're, we're, we're coming. You can't stop us. So just get that, get that thing up and running because we, uh, you know, we gotta, we're, we're gonna come break bread with you as well, but, we're gonna come up. We're gonna make some noise. We have. Uh, we're, we're 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 extremely excited about you know seeing those doors open. So is it, so it's probably gonna be Blackwater first. You're probably gonna get that get the brewery up and running first, and then then O'Bannon's. Yeah, I, I think Blackwater. Um, I, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be up and running within two weeks. Okay. And our goal by next weekend, but say two weeks. Um, we're still waiting on our our permit from TABC and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, O'Bannon's, I, I haven't even applied for the permit yet. And that can take up to a month to get, 
Um, but before I do it, I've got to figure out kitchen wise, what all I can do and how, what, how much the city's going to work with us to, you know, grease trap wise and everything else. So yeah. just trying to figure out all that. So I, I think O'Bannon's at least a month, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. It's, it depends. Gosh. We're, we're working on it. I, that's all I did yesterday. All day was work on that. Yeah. yeah. So, well, we'll be there for either one of them. So. Yeah. We'll yeah. definitely be there. Yeah. Awesome. We're coming up. We can't wait to, we can't wait to see to see the crew. Um, all right, so let's let's go let's go lighthearted now. <laughs> uh, where's that heroin we were talking? It's mm. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. I know. There's it's it's just a. Uh, so are, are I mean so, you know, obviously with with the with the brewery and and abundance and all this stuff weighing on you. Are 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 you getting any time for yourself? Are you getting any? Do you have a moment to where you can? go relax or hang out with the family or anything? Well, actually, yeah. I mean, we, we spent a lot of time at home with the family, you know, they're out of abandons. There's nothing to do. We can't yeah. open. So that's been just sitting empty for the last couple of months. And, uh, the brewery is only open on the weekends selling to go. We open up, um, you know, say Wednesday through Sunday selling to go, but I don't work the tap room. I'd work it a couple times a week. And then, uh, our tap room manager, Kendall, She'd work it a couple times a week. And then, um, you know, Weingart is still here making the beer and trying to turn out little small batch beers just for fun. Um, so, yeah, there, there is a lot of downtime to spend time at home, and um, which has been good because, you know, the kids grow up so fast. And, <laughs> you know, and Tucker's so young. He's our youngest. He's only he just turned three in, in June. So uh, just being able to spend time at home with, with both boys and, and play with them and, you know, goof around has, has been kind of a silver lining there. Right. Yeah. And, and the other thing is too, we're going to get you back on here now when things are up and rolling, but I, cause we want to do a couple of things. We want to a advertise, you know, for Blackwater and O'Bannon's when it starts. Uh, but B we want to make sure that when we, when you're in, especially in Houston, you know, where, where they can buy your, where they can buy this beer because, uh, you know, I, I, I know Chad's been a huge uh, yeah, fan of Blackwater since day one. Um, so we need to be able to, uh, to, to push, you know, let, let people know where they can get it because it's a, uh, it's not just a, it's not just a family business. This is a, uh, this is a, well, it's, you know, it's our family business. You know, we're, we've been, we've been watching you guys since you, yeah. you know, this is a, you know, this is, this is, this is very near and dear to us. So yeah, yeah I appreciate that. Yeah, we 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 want to see it. We want to see it go. We want to see it go very very far. Um, but uh, yeah, so 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 we'll have you on again when the when the you know when the, when the days are brighter and the you know the, you know hopefully we're all back to work. Um, yeah, we've been sitting out since March, so we're we're ready to we're ready to go back and you know try to try to relearn our our craft. <laughs> uh, get you back on, but. Uh, Yes. Say, say hi to Stephanie and the boys and, you know, and all the crew and, uh, you know, don't just, just, uh, just let us know. Just, we only need like two minutes notice. We'll be in the van and heading that way. Coming up to see you. Yeah. Sounds good. So get the, get that, get that, get that food going and we'll be there. Yes. <laughs> With bells on Ooh. <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> Wearing nothing but a smile. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Cool. 
Well, listen, thank you for, thank you for doing this. And, you know, uh, we need to just everybody, you know, write your congressman and tell him, answer the fucking questions or we're going to be war, you know, right. <laughs> you know, and, uh, but we'll, uh, we'll see you and we're, you know, can't wait for this stuff to, to, to pass by. Cause there's going to be a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stories to tell from this. There will be y'all hang in there too. I know it's affecting you guys. So yeah. You know. Yeah. But we're, thank you. Yeah. We, we need you open first though. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but trying. Get, get to yeah. man. Thank you so much, Chris. And, 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 and not just for O'Bannon's, but you know, for, for everything you've done for, for the community and that, you know, thank you. And, just we're, we're we're thrilled you're still here. So all right, yeah. keep Thank strong. All right, we'll, we'll chat soon. Thanks, Chris. Okay. All right, see you. Thanks for coming. Take it easy. Oh, <laughs> pictures. Hello. Yeah, he's a. Uh, That's uh, yeah. Like like Chad said, he's he's been he's been a friend of ours for you know since since uh, O'Bannon's open. But mm-hmm. another thing, w- w- one of the things that people don't know about O'Bannon's is not just it been a favorite a favorite of ours to play, but it's always, it, it, back in the day, it would be, you know, if we had a, a gig cancellation or a rain out or something, we could call him no joke on a Friday afternoon, three o'clock. And he would say, come to a balance. We were doing it to, just to, to, to go play, to fulfill that night, you know, somewhere. Um, but he never, he always paid us the same rate, even when there was no advertising, you know, oh, really? just, Wow. Uh, so generous and so, um, it, it's just open invitation when somebody gives it like, like Fido, uh, when Brian Russell was the manager there, he gave him, handed me the calendar and said, just put yeah. whatever date you want in there. Mm-hmm. Chris, nice. is, Chris is the same way. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, obviously it, it shows now that we've, that we've grown together because like us, you know, the story of, you know, meeting people from college station all over the country, not just in, yeah. you know, in Houston and, you know, beyond, but all over the country. And people go, oh, we saw you in Obannon's. We, we grew up with you. People engaged, married, out of there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Chris is it's just a real, 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 real person. Yeah. And, and, and heart, biggest heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think our last official gig was at Obannon's. Yeah. You're right. That's yeah. exactly St. Patrick's, right. St. Patrick's weekend was the last official Show then they shut it down on Monday. That's right, and and and, and again, take to, to his credit, you know, he didn't have to because uh, our 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 we were doing two shows that were supposedly doing two shows that day, and downtown was canceled, mm-hmm. oh, and he right. said come up early and ditch the you know, yeah, ditch the first. I mean, he, everything that we he's we've never hung up the phone with Chris Steele and said. Oh, that didn't go well. Every every time every time every time you talk to the guy, it's you go, oh yes. Yeah. You know? No luck, Ted. Oh, lots of luck, Dougal. Yeah. That's it. Um but uh it'll be fun to get up there and help yeah. him help him get reopened again. Yes. Yes. Again. <laughs> so what happened was since last time, since last Slappercast, we were able to go over to see our friend Keith and he graciously let us use his uh facility to 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 practice, which was our first rehearsal, probably since March, right? Maybe at least, Maybe. yeah. It's been a while. Is that true? Yeah, I think well, so. Who can oh, think? Yeah, we, yeah. Who can think back? Who can far? think exactly? Yeah. But yeah. we, uh, so we went over there and we did a, we did, just did a three piece. We were going over some of the new songs, uh, which was really, really fun. But <laughs> I knew there was going to be a but. Yes. 
What's the but? No, it was it, it was it was really, it was just weird to 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 play. It was it was strange to set up for for no crowd, but uh, but but have our uh, yeah have our play play music at a loud volume in in a mm-hmm. in a situation like that it was very strange. It was also I think the first time we've rehearsed with our in ears system. I think that is true. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but the, but the, but the good thing about that is we are now we now get, after the rehearsal we go oh we should do that again yeah <laughs> yeah it, it is not the same you know if you if you play an instrument and you take some time off you better allow yourself some time to to come back and yeah do the uh, well even practicing by yourself is one thing I mean that's good to get your technical stuff up but the idea of you know playing with other people it's that's kind of important. <laughs> that's probably the most important thing. Yeah, because yeah. the, the the band itself, the the, yeah. the the sound that we create is, is sort of an entity unto itself. Right. You can't conjure that unless you have all the members there. Yeah, and all those jack-offs on Instagram. i got to talk about this because it's been a thorn in my side all week. Yeah. All those jack-offs on Instagram that, that play along with tracks and play by themselves in their <sighs> basements, which has been a challenging conversation to have with a lot of people this week on, on a lot of my friends on Instagram. Those guys are the worst musicians in the world because if that's all they do, right? all that's all they do. And yeah. you put them in a band situation and they can't figure it out. They yeah. can't, they can't play with it. Does not play well with others mm-hmm. should be the pin that they're wearing on their shirt every, yeah. every time they, but that's why they don't play with others because they can't. Nobody wants to work with so them. So <laughs> the idea of being in a, you know, the whole point of doing this is I think to be in a band, to play with, I'm all, yeah. I'm all caffeined up now. That's why I'm, yes. I'm, I'm yeah. wired. Um, uh, the whole point of doing this was when you're a kid, it's to get girls, but when you're older, it's like, maybe it's the same thing, but it's also like the whole point of playing an instrument is to play with other people to create yeah. a, 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 cohesive, you know, sound or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Unit. I, I, I agree. I, our, the way that we play together, the way that we play together is, is same as most bands, I'm sure. However, we all looked at each other at the end of the rehearsal and said, Fuck, we got to get back to work. I mean, we have to start. We, none of us, I, although I thought it sounded good. I mean, overall, I thought it sounded all right. I know I was hanging on for dear life on some of those songs that we played a hundred fucking times in a week. Yeah. Well, that's that's the flip side of it is like when you're playing two, three, four times a week, it's not necessarily you don't have to rehearse because because you, you may still have to, especially working on a new song or whatever like that. But because you're doing it constantly for several hours a yes. night, your skills are you know either honed or they're getting better. Because mm-hmm. if you fucked up that thing on Thursday, you can play it right on Friday. Yeah. If you played it right on Friday, you can play it better on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. You know that's and that's that and that's that's why I never really enjoyed rehearsing because it's not that I'm rehearsing on the gig, but I'm also you know listening and fine tuning and finding out what works best for that particular passage or whatever. So. But not playing for as long as we haven't played. Yeah, we really need to rehearse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it shows. There's yeah. a, a yeah. couple of funny. Moments. None, none of this was surprising, really. But you know, but, but like we we ran through Nancy whiskey, just something we weren't planning to do. It's like, hey, Chad, you sing something. This came to mind or something we haven't played. I don't think we played that. Months. I haven't played it since, yeah. uh, since probably since we were on stage. Probably right? since uh, St. Patrick's. It's always been Liverpool or or whatever, whatever, whatever else. Yeah. Uh, Athenry, 
and we got to the end where I'd play this, the, I played the, mel- the lead melody on bass. And I just, oh, that's right. It was just like my, my brain was running a program and it got there. It was just like blank. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, Shit. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing near you. But that was, I remember like looking over and just, yeah. I just like, I'm supposed to do something here. What is it? Damn it. Yeah. And so, I look, yeah. And the, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. yeah and that, and that, and that particular part of the song. Now, when you're playing in a band, that's, that's musicians playing together. When you did that, the song should, uh, oh, excuse me. So yeah, band that's playing together, that, that part of the song should so just carry on with the two of us. Mm-hmm. But it di- it didn't because we play in such a way we play off each other that so I, I just stopped playing because it's <laughs> now, now, now if it's on stage it, that's not going to happen because you're in a different you really you really play at another level yeah. on stage and, yeah. and that's yeah, it, that's mm-hmm. that, 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 that that sound to me that sounds pompous here in this room but you really do you you use a whole other side of you when you're performing because you're not but and at that moment because the 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 you know the bass I, I always always. Yeah, use the analogy like you know, it's if you if you if you're all you know riding on the same skateboard. If the you know the guy in the back or the guy in the middle, if somebody starts to fall off, everybody's gone. You know, right. it's just, yeah, you feel it immediately. Yeah, that's how that's how good uh, that's how music is when you play together and you play together well. Mm-hmm. It, it it ends up being the the, the whole thing just kind of shakes up. Now, when you're doing it live, when you're in front of an audience, what's that like? Um, <laughs> when you do that, that's when you're you're your that killer instinct kicks in where you just you, you just make it better you know you, you cover you yeah. cover for each other right right but in a situation like that we were <gasps> yeah. all kind of falling off the yeah, the yeah. laughing actually but. yeah yeah uh, good fun. i mean very 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 uh um very telling you know at, at how at how how quickly that went to shit <laughs> but uh <laughs> Uh, but you know, it was fun too. It was fun playing different, you know, li- you know, melody lines and trying to come up with stuff on the fly. To, to you know, as, as exciting. Uh, keep an eye on the time too. I know. I don't have, I don't have my watch. Oh, it's eleven. Do you need to go? Oh shit! Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was that late. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, no worries. It's okay. Good. Um, yeah. So let's just wrap this up. I knew we're, this is gonna happen. So. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, so yeah, so what we'll do is uh, we're, 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 we, uh, as usual, thank you all for listening. And um, I, I want to say that we are going to do, uh, we're going to be doing a few more live streams coming up. Um, we have, we'll, we'll, we'll get to all that, you know, visit our website and whatnot. But I do want to say too, that um, Kelly, we will answer your questions on the next. Yes. Uh, <laughs> on, on, on the next episode. Our, our loyal viewer, viewer Kelly has been, been, uh, been, been gifting us with many wonderful questions. Oh, good. We, we have not had time to get to, but yeah. we will next, probably next week. Yeah. I like question and answer time. Yeah. It's yes. fun. Very fun. And uh, yeah, there's been a few more questions too. We're going to have to get to them, but I, uh, Kelly's are pressing because they were very, uh, very, uh, uh, she's been going through back through the catalog. Listening yeah. to different. I, was like, I don't remember what, the, so we're oh, going to get to that, but also that we, uh, one of the, one of the, um, w- one of the big live streams that we will be doing, will be at Sherwood. Um, coming, they're they're going to do their their Celtic music festival online, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, with with Jeff Duncan, we're gonna go up and gonna be a lot of surprises in that one. That's gonna be a really fun one. So, um, so we'll give you the dates and we'll give you all that information. Um, and we 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 have a few more. Uh, Laurie had another shipment of masks, uh, another batch of masks made. So if you're looking for face masks and you want to be cool, you want to get. Mm-hmm. 
get to her, uh, <laughs> you can go to our website and, um, and also, uh, you know, we are, we're, we're making the calls where we have some local clubs call us about coming back and, uh, we're, we're going to go to Blackwater draw, uh, and open them, reopen them. We're going to open them with a bang. And, uh, we don't know how that's going to go, but I, I would hope that we could do a, a, an, uh, over 21 X-rated yeah, show I'm in. for that. Been a while. Fuck yeah, dude. Unexper- <laughs> unexpurgated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for listening and um, continue to check in because we can't wait to see you and it's coming. It's coming. We're going to make it happen. Yes, sir. All right. All right. See you guys. See you next week. Thank, thank you, you all. You.